Hebrews chapter 1. God, after He spoke long ago to the fathers and the prophets in many portions and in many ways, in these last days has spoken to us in His Son, whom He appointed heir of all things, through whom also He made the world. And He is the radiance of His glory, the exact representation of His nature, and upholds all things by the word of His power. When He had made purification of sin, He sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become as much better than the angels as he had inherited a more excellent name than they. Verse 5, For to which of the angels did he ever say, You are my son? Angels, first mentioned here. Stedman says we don't really know, but it appears this is one of the big differences when you're talking about authorship between Paul and whoever wrote Hebrews because Paul addressed several issues in the church we've talked about them circumcision, Judaizers you know, leaving their first love and he, he hit it head on with Corinthians the immorality in the church and this kind of thing and he said what it was the writer of Hebrews hasn't said this, but it's implied that there was some situation regarding angels that he needed, he needed to address. And the first and second chapter of Hebrews tells us more about angels than we have any other place in Scripture. Now they're mentioned. They're mentioned a lot. Uh, the first time they're mentioned in Scripture is Genesis chapter 3. When um, after the fall and they were expelled from the Garden of Eden, he, the Lord, uh, set cherubims there to guard the Garden of Eden and the Tree of Life. That's the first time we know about angels. I've, I've given you a sheet that uh, is from uh, gotquestions.org. Um, you can run all those references if you want to and you get real confused. <laughs> uh, I did. Uh, but it, it's several things we need to say. Uh, the second chapter, uh, excuse me, the second <clears throat> paragraph there, because they were created beings. Well, we don't know when they were created. In the, in the order of creation that we have in Genesis, um, they're not mentioned. But like I said, it's mentioned in chapter 3, verse 24, that he set them there. So they were created sometimes before that. Now, this is a loaded question. But what's your, what, what do you think about angels? What's your idea about angels? Angels. Anybody? I've had 
some in the car with me. Man, I thank God since people in the form of angels and he, I, they've saved my life. Okay. God saved it through them. It's biblical. It is biblical. Um, but they're they're one way street. We've we've always talked about a two way street. Uh, angels are dispatched. We talked about this in Daniel. You know when when uh, <clears throat> that Michael is uh, the angel, the guardian of the nation of Israel, and we see him a lot. But Gabriel was dispatched two different times to answer Daniel's prayer. And uh, he, he said, as soon as you started praying, I was told to go. And, uh, and so they minister to us, but it's not reciprocal that we minister through them. You got me? It's from heaven sent. It's not us sending them. Anyway, there seems to be in the early church some kind of problem with angels and the writer of the book of Hebrews is trying to dispel all of that because from verse 5 through verse 14 is his defense the writer's defense that Jesus is much much more than angels and it's and we we have that here okay uh, let's look down they're uh, they're let me see, one, two, third, third paragraph. Though they have wills, angels like creatures are subject to the will of God. Good angels, and I need to say that too, we got good angels and bad angels. You, you understand that, you know, the imps of hell, you know, there. And uh, so he says here, he said, good angels are sent by God to help believers. Here are some activities the Bible ascribes to angels. And he starts off with, they praise God. Hold your finger in Hebrews and let's go to Revelation. The last book in the Bible and chapter 5. Revelation chapter 5. Look at verse 11. Angel, um, excuse me, Revelation chapter 5, verse 11. And I looked, and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne, and the living creatures, and the elders, and the number of them was myriads of myriads, and thousands of thousands saying with, with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. And every created thing which is in heaven and on earth and under the earth and in the sea and all things in them I heard saying, to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb be blessing and honor and glory and dominion forever and ever. So this is just one. There's several, several accounts where 
the angels are praising God. And so that's one of their that's one of their functions. Look down to the last paragraph on this on this page. Angels are an entirely different order than humans. Uh, humans being do excuse me, human beings do not become angels after they die. You've heard some of that sometimes. Angels will never become and never were human beings. God created angels and as we've talked we don't know when but he created them just as he created humanity. The Bible nowhere states that angels are created in the image and likeness of God as humans are. And we're going to look at that in just a minute. And angels are spiritual beings that can to a certain degree take on physical form. Humans are primarily physical beings but with a spiritual aspect, the greatest thing we can learn from the holy angels is their instant, unquestioning obedience to God's command. Angels. Back to Hebrews. <clears throat> so, in verse 4, the writer says, Having become a much better than angels... He, Jesus, has inherited a more excellent name for they than they. For which did of the angels did he ever say, You are my son, today I have begotten you. From verse 5 through verse 13 are selected passages mainly from the Psalms. There's one reference to 2 Samuel in there. They're not in any order, but the writer just put them in there. This is another reason why why Apollos pops up as being maybe a, a writer because it's from the Septuagint and he was very proficient in the Septuagint, but he comes back and he, they say this listing is, is things that he has taken from the Old Testament and he said... Um, about about the Lord and he says you are my son today I have begotten you can you tell me a couple of times in scripture where God himself said this is my son can you at baptism that's one another one another one the Mount of Transfiguration you know, he was there, and <laughs> he says, this is my beloved son, listen to him. <laughs> and uh, those are two prominent places where God said, this is my son. This particular scripture that we see here, you are my son, today I have begotten you, and again, I will be to him, and he shall be a son to me. This is from Psalms 2 and Psalms 89. And when he said, uh, bringing the firstborn into the world, he said, let all the angels of God worship him. And the angel said, who makes his angels wings and ministers of flame of fire. And that's Psalms 104. So, angels. Uh, they're... they're uh, Stedman says here 
to exalt angels above Jesus is uh, intolerable to the writer of he Hebrews. He says it just wouldn't work. <clears throat> A couple of times, as we know, angels were created beings, and yet people in Scripture have encountered them and have fallen down to worship them. And the angel quickly told them, don't do that. Uh, turn with me again to Revelation uh, chapter 19. And this is John. And when he was uh, uh, writing the book, <clears throat> look at verse 10. Well, let's back up a little bit. He's talking about the marriage of the Lamb, chapter 19, 19 verse 7. Uh, and let us rejoice and be glad and give the glory to him for the marriage of the Lamb has come and his bride has made herself ready. I was given to her to clothe her in fine linen, bright and clean, for the fine linen is the righteous acts of the saint. And he said to me, Right, blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, These are, words are true, are the true words of God. Then I fell at his feet to worship him. That's John. I fell at his feet to worship him. But he said, Do not do that. I am a, a fellow servant of yours and your brethren uh, who hold the testimony of, of, of Jesus. Worship God for the testimony of Jesus in the spirit of prophecy. So John did what he felt he needed to do and felt fell at the, at the angel's feet and the angel said don't do that <laughs> don't do that he said it again in chapter 22 verses 8 and 9 and he uh, uh, in verse 7 he says and behold I'm coming quickly blessed is he who heeds the words of the prophecy of this book verse 8 and I John am one who heard and saw these things and when I heard her I fell down to worship at the feet of that angel who showed me these things but he said to me do not do that for I am a fellow servant of yours and your brethren and the prophets and those who heed the words of this book worship God so again the angel pulls John back uh, don't worship me worship God and that was one of their very much functions there <clears throat> okay uh, back to Hebrews for a minute um, you are my son today I have begotten you one of the one of the foundations of of the Christian uh, church is that Jesus was the third part of the uh, second part of the Trinity. Hold your finger there and let's go back to Genesis chapter 1. <clears throat> Genesis chapter 1. That's what you call covering it from Genesis to Revelation. <laughs> Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Let's back up a little bit to verse 24. Then God said, let the earth bring forth living creatures after their kind, cattle and creeping things and beasts on the earth after their kind, and it was so. God made the beasts of the earth after their kind and the cattle 
after their kind and everything that creeps on the ground after its kind and God said it was good then God said let us if you have a New American Standard that us is capitalized us let us the Father the Son the Holy Spirit the us okay now go back to John chapter 8 the Gospel of John chapter 8 Verse 58, John 8, 58. We'll back up to verse 57. So the Jews said to him, You are not yet 50 years old, and have you seen Abraham? And Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, Before Abraham was born, I am. God in the flesh... I, I kind of pride myself on getting along with most folks. Uh, <clears throat> some I don't. <laughs> uh, but the only really argument that I've had with a Christian brother had over this idea of his incarnation. God being God and he was fully man. I don't know how it happened. I, I, I don't know. And that was the argument in how it happened. But God in, is, is omnipotent. And he could do anything he wanted to do. And he chose to bring Jesus as a man in the form of a baby. It's miraculous. You know, it's miraculous. We can't, I cannot explain it. It it's just happens. And yet God was fully God. And he was fully man. So, back to Hebrews. He says, he says, you are my son. Today I have begotten you. And I will be a father to him and he will be a son to me. And when he brings the firstborn into the world, let him say, let all the angels of God worship him. And of the angels, he says, who makes his angels wings and his ministers a flame of fire. But of the Son, he says, your throne, O God, is forever and ever. And the righteous scepter is the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated lawlessness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with all of gladness above your companions. It's a mystery to me why God chose who he chose. I'm not why. It's a mystery to me how he came to be. Um, God man um, it's 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 just amazing 
just amazing. Look at Colossians. Colossians and GE Power Company. <laughs> Galatians. Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians. First chapter. Verse 15. And again, my Bible has deity capitalized. Verse 15, he says, For he, this is Jesus, is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn from all creation. For by him all things were created, both in the heavens and on the earth, invisible, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things and in him all things hold together. Our Jehovah's Witness friends have taken verse 17 and have added a word. <laughs> Our scripture says he is before all things and in him all things hold together. And they add he is before all other things. Um, anyway, you've got to be careful who you follow, what scripture you look at. Um, and in my opinion, you don't need to give those people the time of day. Um, because you're not going to convince them, and I'm, they're certainly not going to convince me. And uh, hopefully they won't convince you. Back to Hebrews. Verse 10. You, Lord, in the beginning laid the foundations of the earth. That's what we just read. And the heavens are works of your hands. They will perish but you will remain. They all will become like old garment. Like a mantle, you will roll them up. Like a garment, they will also be changed. But you are the same, and your years will not come to an end. But to which of the angels has he ever said, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet? And then he has a question. Are they not all ministering spirits sent out of rendered service for the sake of those who will inherit salvation? ministering spirits turn turn right in your in your bible and go to first peter 
Mark it like I thought I had. First Peter. Anyway, um, several times in Scripture, again, we we see that, that that the angels are sent to minister to us. To minister to us. Is it one twelve? Could be. Read it, Julie. It says it was revealed to them that. That they were not serving themselves, but you, when they spoke of the things that have now been told to you by those who have preached the gospel to you, by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven, even angels long to look into these things. Thank you. It was. That salvation is for us. Thank you. But it was um, the angels would love to, to have what we have or to see what we, we see. When we open up chapter 2 of, of Hebrews, he says, For this reason, for this reason, we must pay closer attention to what we have heard so that we will not drift, drift away from it. For if the word spoken through angels proved unalterable, and every transgression and disobedience received a just penalty. How will we escape if we neglect so great salvation? The writer is trying to put to bed the idea that angels are anything but ministers to us and they're not to be worshipped and Jesus is above them all above them all well I'm going to give you five minutes back today <laughs> so uh, you'll have time to get a good seat and uh, and uh, we'll go we'll go from there uh, angels Billy Graham wrote a book on angels. Uh, we had a copy, but I couldn't find it. Uh, but uh, there's a lot, lot to be said. Uh, as Gwen has said a while ago, you know, that uh, she knows one has written with her, and, and I know they've been writing with me from time to time, you know, so I'm grateful for that. And my guardian angel says, oh, no. She's up again. <laughs> Y'all have all read that. I hate it when I get up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the chart's yours, and we thank Moody for finally letting me have permission to print print it. And uh, uh, my heart's heavy for the Whiteheads. You continue to pray for them and uh, for <coughs> around the world, and uh, and and. Uh, they just need our, our love and prayers. And of course for Philip and, and Judith and these that we, we know and love uh, that are battling uh, cancer. Anything else? Let's pray. Father, we thank you for who you are. We thank you that you love us. 
we thank you that uh, the word is true and father you created angels to be used as you wanted them to be used and you dispatch them to us to minister to us and we thank you for their ministry and father can we take a cue from them in that we honor you and glorify you and worship you in everything we do and say and we thank you we thank you for our church and the opportunity of working witness in this place we thank you for tonight and Bible school and the children that will be here and we ask that you just uh, work in the lives of these young young hearts and uh, woman to yourself and be with every person that has any part in Bible school and and we pray for Carson as she uh, directs and leads and guides. So bless us, Lord, and we thank you. As we go into further services, we ask that you to be with every song sung and every prayer prayed and the message preached, that you would bring honor and glory to yourself in and through it all. And when we get home this evening, we can say, it's been good to be in God's house because it's in the name above all names that we ask it, the name of Jesus. Amen.